Hey everyone, welcome to the next episode of the Project Do-It-Yourself podcast. I've been busy for a few weeks, and so I've been taking some time off to work on my own projects. And I'm excited to be here tonight to talk to you about a project I've worked on recently. And I'm not going to just be here interviewing myself. I have with me my girlfriend, Talia, who's going to be talking with me about the project. Hey, Talia. Hi, Avi. What is this project, quote unquote? Tell us about it. So the project I worked on most recently is building a cornhole set. And for those who don't know, cornhole is a game that you play outdoors with some friends. It's two wooden boards, two feet by four feet positioned, I don't know, 20, 30 feet away from each other where people throw corn bean bags into a little hole or hopefully get them into a little hole to score points. And it's a nice game to play while you're outside if you're having a drink. Is it corn bean bags or are they just bean bags? <laughs> I would assume the, that they started off as corn or maybe the bags were made out of some sort of corn-based material, but I honestly have no idea, and I don't even know what's in the bags that I have. That's a good thing to look into another time and find out what the history is of the corn and the hole and the beans and the bag. There is probably some history there. I can only imagine. Keep me posted. It sounds like a very fun outcome because it's something that you can use to play games, like as a party activity, a great summer activity. But why did you, Avi, decide to make a cornhole set? Why? I keep asking myself that question. <laughs> I decided to host a party on July 4th, and cornhole would be a fun game to play. I've played it before on July 4th, and I didn't really want to buy a cornhole set. There were some options available, and the prices are not crazy, but I really thought it would be a good sort of beginning type of woodworking project. And it turned out to be that way, but maybe more difficult than I anticipated. Yeah. Yeah, I remember you saying at the outset, before you started, you had been thinking about doing another woodworking project to start, but then decided to take up the cornhole set as your primary focus. And I remember you saying it would be a good starter project. It's pretty simple in terms of shape and construction. Can you talk us through how did you get started on figuring out where to begin? Yeah, so I, I, I think you're right. I originally decided to, I originally thought that I was going to build a convertible picnic bench. I found some plans that made it seem pretty easy, but I realized that, you know, it might be nice to start with something a little bit more basic. And so the cornhole set appealed to me. The way I approached it is I went and looked online. I, I Googled a lot of lightweight, um, portable cornhole sets. As I mentioned, they're, they're two foot by four foot boards, and usually they're built with two by fours. And so the boards can get pretty heavy and they take up space. And so I wanted to try to see if I could make these a little bit more compact, a little bit more lightweight so that I could maneuver them easily in my house. There's some space in the storage space, but it's not, there's not a lot. So yeah, I spent some time trying to find someone who'd already made a cornhole set that would match what I wanted. And I found a lot of really interesting ideas online. There are a variety of designs that people put together. Some of them were foldable. Some of them were just designed in a way that people tried to make them lightweight. They had their own scales and weighed the boards from the original design to the lightweight design. And so they were able to see if they really did make it lighter. And so that was all interesting for me to watch. But I didn't really find something that was exactly what I wanted. Uh, and so I ended up taking a combination of ideas from 
a few different videos and places and putting them together on my own piece of paper to build that design. And I mostly built that design. There were some changes I made while I was building it because I realized there were just some problems with how I had originally designed it because on, on paper, things seemed to make sense, but I really didn't spend a lot of time of doing a lot of detail on paper. I generally designed the form that I wanted, but I didn't accurately measure things. And so when I actually got down to building the board, I realized that some things I didn't measure correctly wouldn't work the way I designed them. Yeah, I think what you're saying is you had an idea, but then when you actually got into working with the tangible materials, you had the chance then to test out like how things would fit and things like that. So you mentioned wanting the board to be pretty compact and easy to store. So can you talk us through the options you went through and then the solution you came up with to make the boards be pretty compact? Yeah. Okay. So I started off with a two by four board and I I cheated a little bit. I got a board from Home Depot that already had a a hole cut in it, perfectly positioned for cornhole. They they sell these project panels ready to go. And I... Great cheat. Yeah, exactly. I think it was a good cheat because there there are some things you could buy to do it, but I don't really have a use for those right now afterwards. And so I didn't really want to buy them and have them stuck in my house. Again, I don't have a lot of space. So I cheated with that. And that was just the first thing I bought. But then most of the rest of the construction is, is usually built out of two by fours. And so you build a frame around the edges of the board out of two by fours, and then use the two by fours for the legs to stand up so that the back of the board is up 12 inches and the front of the board is only up four inches or so, which is the, or a little less than four inches, which is the width of the two by four. But I decided that I wanted to not use two by fours because they they can get pretty heavy, especially as you keep adding more and more. So I went with thinner pieces of wood. I used a one by four for the front of the board. So it would be the same height off the ground, but just a little bit lighter. And then most of the rest of the frame were, were two by twos. So basically half the size of two by fours. And I ended up making the legs out of two by twos. As, actually, no, that's not true. The legs out of two by twos and two by fours uh, because I just ran out of some wood and I didn't have time to get more. The way that I made it lighter was basically instead of using two by fours, I used wood that was half the size and hopefully maybe half the weight, but I'm, I'm not entirely sure. I, I didn't actually weigh these boards after I finished them. That sounds great. And I bet the photos will be very helpful to finish the painting of the picture that you're describing. Yeah, that's, um, I think the photos would be helpful. And, and speaking of painting, they are not painted yet. So I will <laughs> post pictures of the unfinished boards, just wood. I needed to do some more work to actually finish these boards off. And so did you do the project all in one go or what was the timeline to get it complete before the 4th of July party? Yeah, I did not do it all in one go. I started by drawing out the picture of the board that I wanted, and that was over the course of weeks. And then eventually I decided to get the project panels or these the plywood panels from Home Depot, and I got that, and then that they came in and I set those aside for a little bit. And then I went to Home Depot and I got the other the wood the other wood that I needed and some other hardware that I thought I was going to use. And afterwards, I spent one day when I got back home from Home Depot cutting down the the wood to the right size for the frame. And then I spent another day on the actual assembly of the frame, probably more than one day on the assembly of the frame. Not using the whole day, but spending a couple hours each day on it because it, it is hot outside and it's tough to be out there for a long time. And then I honestly finished the boards like the day before 
July 4th because I just I had a lot of things going on at the time. And that was the only time I could fit it in. But thankfully, they actually worked out pretty well. They held up against the abuse of throwing some beanbags at them. And they were able to be compactly put away and stored. And so I'm actually really happy with the way they turned out. I can attest. They came out very well and were very effective for a good old game of cornhole. What was the kind of like list of all of the different tools and resources that you needed to complete the project? Oh, okay. So resources, I think, were YouTube and other places online, Instructables, and then various other websites that I found that people had posted information about how they did things. In terms of tools, I had recently bought a miter saw. And so I use that to cut the wood for the most part. I also have a circular saw, which I use to cut a few pieces as well when I just felt the miter saw was too much. And I have a drill, which was important because the mechanism of joining the wood that I used was pocket screws, which I never used before. So I bought a pocket screw jig to help align the holes correctly. It's If you've never used pocket screws before, take a look online. They're, they're basically a mechanism to drill partially into a piece of wood such that when you can put a screw into that hole and it'll join the wood you want to attach to another piece of wood and things are positioned really nicely and the holes can be very well hidden from view and it's supposed to be a nice and secure joint. So I had never used them before but heard about them in a different episode of Project Do It Yourself. So those are the main tools I had aside from that tape measure and other standard woodworking tools. Sunglasses, because <laughs> I was outside, and a mask for when I was just cutting some wood. I, I think you also had safety goggles. Oh, yeah, safety goggles. Yeah. And wood glue. I had wood glue as well, yeah. So I decided to glue the wood along with using pocket screws, and I don't know if that was overkill for what my project, but... I felt it was better to be safe than sorry, and this was a pretty easy way of trying to get an extra secure bond. When did you become Canadian? <laughs> what did I say that was Canadian? Better safe than sorry. <laughs> People have told me that before, but I've never heard myself say it, so I don't believe it's true. <laughs> Can't be true then. Okay, so what are, what are some lessons learned that you would take into consideration next time or... And giving advice to someone who is embarking on a similar project. One thing that would have been helpful would have been to work with somebody on this project that has done has used some you know these tools before effectively, because I think I just made some mistakes that would be easy to fix or easy to easy for someone to avoid if they've done it before. For example, the pocket screw jig, I had never used one before, and when I wanted to the day before, I actually. The day before I used the jig, I decided to practice using it with some scrap pieces of wood, and I'm so glad I did because I misused that jig so badly, and I had to spend some time looking up exactly how to use it, and I accidentally drilled too far, cutting a hole into the jig. So there's just things that I would do differently if I had known about that beforehand, but I think definitely testing the tools out, trying them out beforehand on scrap pieces of wood before you do the real wood, it's the old adage of measure twice cut once, except try using tools for a couple times before you actually use them for real would be the recommendation here. It sounds like you really got familiar with a variety of different tools through the project. What is your next DIY project? (laughs) 
I don't know what it'll be next. Maybe something a little on the smaller side so that I can put it away if I need to. Sounds good. Well, I'll stay tuned for that. Thank you. You're welcome. Interested in seeing pictures of the cornhole set? Check them out on Instagram at Project Do It Yourself. Know someone who would be a good fit for this podcast? Email me at podcast at projectdoityourself.com. The theme song was written by Arlen Straussman. Thanks so much and see you next week.